Over the past few months, I've featured brief interviews from 16 community members recorded at IndieWeb Summit in Portland and at IndieWeb Camp NYC. I'm currently out of interviews, but I'd love to know your IndieWeb story. I'll be conducting remote interviews over Mumble, AppearIn, Discord, or the audio video system of your choice. If you'd like to appear in a brief one-minute interview on this podcast, let me know in the IndieWeb Meta channel on IRC or Slack. Just ask for Schmarty. Alternatively, you can make a post on your site stating your interest. Include a link to my site at martymcgui.re and send a web mention to let me know about it. I look forward to hearing from you. Hello and welcome to This Week in the IndieWeb Audio Edition for the week of November 18th through 24th, 2017. This Week in the IndieWeb is a weekly digest of activities in the IndieWeb community at IndieWeb.org. It contains recent and upcoming events, posts from Indie News, and a summary of wiki edits. This Week in the IndieWeb is sent out on Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, with this audio edition appearing the following day. You can find the web edition of This Week in the IndieWeb, including all links and an archive of all past editions, at IndieWeb.org this-week. Events Homebrew Website Club is a bi-weekly meetup of people passionate about or interested in creating, improving, building, and designing their own website. Most meetings take place every other Wednesday from 6.30pm to 7.30pm, with an optional quiet writing hour from 5.30pm to 6.30pm beforehand. Homebrew Website Club Nuremberg met on November 22nd. You can find photos and notes from the meeting in this week's newsletter. The next regularly scheduled Homebrew Website Club is November 29th, with Nuremberg, Brighton, Baltimore, and San Francisco confirmed so far, as well as a virtual Homebrew Website Club at Central European Time. Homebrew Website Club Berlin will meet the following day on November 30th. If you're an organizer, please remember to update the wiki with information about your venue, times, and how to RSVP. And remember, you can always find info about the next upcoming Homebrew Website Club meetups at IndieWeb.org next-hwc. Interested in starting a Homebrew Website Club in your city? It can be as simple as grabbing a friend and heading to your favorite coffee shop, bar, living room, or any other meeting place. You can find plenty of information about Homebrew Website Club, including tips for how to organize your own, at IndieWeb.org HWC. Registration is now open for IndieWeb Camp Austin, scheduled to take place December 9th and 10th at Capital Factory in Austin, Texas. Learn more and register now at 2017.IndieWeb.org Austin. Planning is underway for Indie Web Camp Baltimore, which will take place at the Digital Harbor Foundation Tech Center in downtown Baltimore, Maryland in 2018. You can help choose a date at IndieWeb.org 2018 Baltimore. All IndieWeb events follow the IndieWeb Code of Conduct, which can be found at IndieWeb.org COC. And all IndieWeb events are volunteer-run, so if you are interested in helping organize, getting the word out, finding sponsors, and more, let us know in the chat at chat.indieweb.org. In related events, the Auckland WordPress Users Meetup will be hosting an event titled WordPress and the IndieWeb, Take Control of Your Online Presence, on November 30th in Auckland, New Zealand. Here's a brief summary of posts collected this week by Indie News, a community-curated list of articles relevant to the IndieWeb. You can read more or submit posts of your own at news.indieweb.org.
Michael Bishop at MIKLB.com published a post titled Towards an IndieWeb Way of Life TM Public Profile. In it, Bishop details the struggle between his desire for a public profile that encapsulates all of his activity across social media platforms with the idea that his main domain is largely a blog focused on food and tech. His solution? Allow the blog to remain specialized and create a new public profile at michaelbishop.me. Christian Heilman at christianheilman.com published a post titled Web Truths, The Web is Better Than Any Other Platform as It is Backwards Compatible and Fault Tolerant. In it, Heilman examines this statement and concludes that backwards compatibility and fault tolerance are great for longevity. However, for publishers that value control over content and the, quote, big numbers and turnaround of newer social platforms like Snapchat, longevity is, at best, a nice-to-have. And now, a selection of this week's updates from the IndieWeb Wiki at IndieWeb.org. Community and Concepts The IndieWeb for Journalism page was updated to clarify the IndieWeb jargon terms posse, pesos, and pasta, each of which describe specific methods of a technique more widely known outside of the community as cross-posting. The page was also updated with links to video archives from the Dodging the Memory Hole conference, which was held at the Internet Archive in San Francisco on November 15th and 16th. The Timeline page was updated to note the needs for additional specific dates for various technologies and implementations related to IndieWeb building blocks like WebMention, MicroSub, WebSub, several post types, and much more. If you were involved in any of the discussions or early implementations about these technologies, perhaps you can help find posts that detail their progression. The 2018-0101 Commitments page was updated with a new commitment by Martijn van der Ven that all posting to his website at licit.ly will be done through Micropub starting in the new year. Now is a great time to add your own commitments, which can include technical implementation plans or personal pledges of behavior change. Services and Organizations The Facebook page was updated with a link to an opinion piece by Sandy Parakelas in the New York Times titled, We Can't Trust Facebook to Regulate Itself. As a former operations manager on the Facebook platform team in 2011 and 2012, the author says that their experience with the goals and norms around user data at the company make Facebook's recent claims that they should be allowed to self-regulate ring hollow. The Start SSL page was updated with a link to a post in the Certificate Authority browser forum from the chairman of Startcom's board, Xiaosheng Tan, announcing that Startcom will be ceasing operations at the end of the year and will therefore no longer be issuing certificates through their Start SSL service. IndieWeb Development A new page was created for CAA, an acronym for Certification Authority Authorization, which is a DNS record type that indicates which certificate authorities are allowed to issue certificates for a domain. While not currently checked by browsers, these records can be used to indicate that certificates for this domain should only be trusted if they are issued by a listed authority. The comments page was updated with a link to a post by Don Williamson at donw.io titled Replacing Discus with GitHub Comments. 
In it, Williamson describes the performance and privacy issues that led him to leave Discus, and includes many technical details on how he now uses GitHub issues to store and display comments for posts on his site. A new page was created for PhotoPoster, a micropub client for posting photo albums to your personal website via micropub. Available at photo.posterchild.com, it's capable of handling very large albums. For example, creator Grant Richmond has used it to successfully post a 1.42 gigabyte album of 92 photos. The microsub spec page saw many updates this week. This editor's draft seeks to define a standardized way for clients to consume and interact with feeds collected by a server, speeding development of a new generation of indie web-friendly reader apps and services. If you're a developer, give it a look. Along similar lines, the pagination and follow pages have been updated with examples of API and user experience design features from multiple silos which are inspiring the design of Micropub. That's going to do it for this week. Thank you for listening. This English version of This Week in the Indie Web Audio Edition was read and produced by Marty McGuire. If you have suggestions for improving this audio edition of the newsletter, please feel free to contact Marty in the Indie Web chat. This Week in the Indie Web and the Indie News services are provided by Aaron Parecki. Music for this episode included the tracks Day 85 Suit, Day 48 Glitch, Day 49 Floating, Day 9, and Day 11 of Aaron Parecki's 100 Days of Music project. Find out more at 100.aaronparecki.com. Learn more about the IndieWeb at IndieWeb.org, and join the discussion via Slack, IRC, or the web at chat.indieweb.org. <laughs>